Mount Everest ain't got shit on me. Mount Everest ain't got shit on me. Cause I'm on top of the world. I'm on top of the world. Yeah. March Dubai ain't got shit on me. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Lucky Dog Podcast. This is your host, Elias Roush. Today we're discussing Season 1, Episode 3 of Euphoria Made You Look. Cat starts camming. Jules falls for a boy online. Rue is confronted about her lies at N.A. Cassie and McKay spend the weekend at his college. So... Episode 3 definitely felt like it was kind of branching out in the more experimental nature of this show. The first couple, first two episodes were very plot and character uh, story driven uh, focused. This is much more uh, character based. They're kind of exploring the ins and outs of Kate's promiscuity. It's very odd watching what is supposed to be girls in high school, specifically one. We see pictures of her when she's real young all the way through um, her growing up as a young girl and kind of the development of where she had somewhat of a weight problem is what they're kind of implying that she was kind of a bigger girl and way back when she had her heart broken because of uh she they're kind of leaning in into that trope as in you know she was you know not so happy with her weight she thinks that uh she's got low self-esteem kind of stuff and so the boyfriend breaks up with her and it's kind of showing the, her development into being a cam girl and wanting the attention um, that she lost when she was younger. So, uh, Jules falls for a boy. Uh, Jules, by now we know it's Jules and Nate talking. And I did I did go back and check the uh, the picture that they show of whoever the shy guy photo profile picture is supposed to be. It's definitely not Nate. Um, I don't know if I confirmed that in the last episode, but uh, apparently Nate's packing, um, and his girlfriend is starting to become uh, way more focused on trying to figure out who's been texting him and what's going on um, kind of behind her back kind of thing. Um, they also do it, leave an interesting way to talk about, you know, um, is he gay? Is he pansexual? Is he bisexual? Um, and well, essentially the, his current girlfriend is saying, you know, did, you know, is he straight up gay? And Kat is trying to explain how you can be, you know, a number of different sexualities, or there's a spectrum, is what she says. Rue is confronted about her lies at NA. Um, Rue, uh, some time has passed since the last uh, episode. I think they said it's been about two weeks, but according to her, her uh, what's it called? Uh, 
her group she's going to, the uh, NA, Anonymous, Narcotics Anonymous. Um, she's been clean for 60 days, but in reality, I think it's been two weeks. Um, so it's a little bit confusing with the timeline just because I'm like, wait, who, wait, 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 how long has it been? How long is she being clean? Is she clean? And by the end of this, it doesn't really matter because, um, she takes some of the pills that I believe Jules father had sitting out and there is a real heart strong heartfelt I don't I don't know what the word I'm looking for heartfelt scene with I don't know if heart, heartfelt is not the right word but uh, dramatic is definitely a word for it where Rue is trying to put all of her pressure all of her guilt on Fez and saying you know, sell me these drugs, sell me these drugs, and he won't open the door for her. And it is, uh, you can just see the the guilt that is being put um, uh, upon Fez. And apparently he was probably her dealer for the longest time, and now he's just a dropout selling drugs. So he's trying to make amends, and you, you can see it's really eating at, at him, uh, the inside of him. So it's... Uh, it's interesting to see what what exactly her method of blame is. She she won't blame herself, but she has talked about it. At the Narcotics Anonymous, this guy is watching watching her from afar. Um, let me see if I can get that guy's name. I think his name is Ali, and his name's Ali, played by Coleman Domingo. And he's uh, he looks like he's going to be the narrative driver for getting Rue clean. Because at the end of this episode, she is just all torn up. She's spilled her guts to... Uh, well, she didn't exactly spill her guts. She, she's... Through a text message that was erased... Before she sent it, she was she was going to tell Jules that she loved her. And she actually went over to her house and planted a kiss on her. And I'm not really sure what they're going to do with this. I At first, when they first met up, I, always, I thought the meetup of Jules and Rue was kind of forced in a way. She was like, oh, it's a cool girl. But I never got the feeling that Rue had, like feelings for Jules at all. I mean, they were always cuddling in very um, sensual ways, but not in a way that I ever thought that they were going to make out. So when this happened, the only thing that made me think she was going to make out with her was the fact she was kind of wearing a little bit slightly more masculine clothes, but I didn't see that at all. And Jules doesn't seem to be interested in, in Rue to that degree at all either. She's very um, platonic friendship. Uh, I don't know where that's going to go, honestly. I think they're just going to maybe roll it back and say that maybe it didn't happen. Ali says, if you want to get clean and stop lying to the congregation that you're uh, telling you've been clean to, then uh, come get pancakes with him. And so at the end of this episode, you see her saying, you know, do you want to go get pancakes? So it's assuming that she's going to try to... Try to get clean, you know, um, and she, she hadn't been too bad in the last two weeks, but, you know, she kind of fell off the horse 
and she needs help. The camera work in this episode was exquisite. I I, I was really impressed with just um, the, a lot of the cinematography. Um, the editing when it came to the storytelling. I think the editing is important with this show. It's been three episodes, and I'm, I haven't found myself bored, or I've never found myself um, in a way where I was like, why are, we, why are we watching this specific scene? It feels like every scene that they've chosen is stylistically story-driven, detailed, and it also has like uh, some interesting themes to it, like I said, with uh, talking about the spectrums of uh, sexuality for this episode, and... Just uh, the overall episode as a whole was very interesting. And with the narrative of her explaining Kat's um, upbringing and how there, there's this, like, this animation that happened. of Apparently we find out Kat is uh, a legend online in the writing groups and whatnot. And she's completely the opposite in real life. And so she's created this, uh, on the show, on the show, they, they have this animation that pops up that apparently Kat created. And it's one of her, uh, best selling, um, short stories or something like that. And it's something like two of the one direction guys are, you know, hooking up and it's, it was a weird psychedelic, uh, trip of an animation, but I was kind of surprised how, you know, how much it told in such little time. And so I really feel like I got a grasp for Cat as a person. And uh, it is kind of horrifying to see her as... Uh, I, it's probably not actually her, but there's supposed to be, you know, baby pictures of her. And then within, I think it's the 10 minutes of uh, Rue explaining her life story, right before the euphoria pops up, you see that Cat has... Gone, they explain her life story from as a young girl all the way to um, where she is in high school, right right before she starts dancing in front of the camera. And we find out, oh, God, there there was a lot of uh, Johnsons in this one, this uh, episode. I, I have to say that there was the, the Johnson 101 lesson with Rue, and I, I, I was just like, what is going on? I mean, it, it, there's just talking about what a good and bad dick pic is. I mean, I I don't even know what to say. Some Sometimes I feel like this is a, a high school television show just with an HBO budget, but, I mean, it's executed at a really, really high degree, but sometimes it can just be fucking weird. I'll, I'll just say it. And uh, the, the whole kink with uh, cat... And this one guy having this humiliation um, kink. I mean, if it gets cat paid, I mean, all for it, I guess, as long as it's, you know, he's not going broke. But still, that, that was the most bizarre shit. I, I've heard of humiliation porn. And, you know, the, I think they also dabbled. She was talking about uh, or looking up, like, foot fetishes, porn, and stuff like that. So she's trying to explore these different avenues to bring in uh, revenue. And so, I mean, why not? You know, if if, if you're going to make the videos, make the money, too. So I'm not really sure what that's saying about our generation. 
Um, I know something like Twitch is something real popular now, and people are streaming, you know, whether they're gaming, um, hanging out, podcasting, uh, they're doing uh, sports, dance, uh, just tons of different things that you can stream specifically on something like Twitch. And so it's interesting to see what they would say the high school landscape today would be doing with uh, the power of Twitch because we don't, we, as me personally, 10 years ago did not have Twitch. We had something like YouTube, but I don't think that we were able to just quote unquote go live whenever we wanted to. Most of it was pre-recorded and uploaded um, once it was fully uh, edited and whatnot. So yeah, it was a pretty psychedelic episode um, much of it was highly unexpected. Let me see if there's any other scenes that we need to cover. Um, yeah, great cinematography. I love that camera pull out from when she's calling Ali at the very end. I, I hope he's got good intentions. I, I'm sure he does if he's there. Um, so yeah, a lot of, a lot of interesting stuff happening, happening in this third episode. So pretty Pretty much anything that has to do with uh, predictions would mostly regard around jewels, I guess. Um, I'm still unclear if... I guess she does not know this is Nate. I I thought that they were on the same page, that they knew each other, that they had met each other in the first episode. But I'm still kind of in the dark. I don't understand if she knows who he is or what. So, um, Because... Because Rue knows who Nate is in school, I think she would advise against it if she did. So my guess is she doesn't know him. So it's going to be... Oh, and I wonder if Nate knows that she's the... Well, I mean, Nate would have to know because... Okay, so I think Nate knows who Jules is, but Jules doesn't know who Nate is because... uh, Jules sent those photos of herself to um to Nate. So yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what the reaction is. I'm uh, he's not a good guy, but you also kind of want to see some resolution and you want to see somebody healthy end up with Jules. I, I we're still waiting for the the father thing to drop. I mean, we still got some some big sh- shit that still needs to uh pop up. So Thank you for listening uh, to the Euphoria Season 1, Episode 3 podcast. I didn't want to go too long. Just kind of want to do a quick summation of everything, some some thoughts, some of the cool uh, shots. Just talk about those briefly. Um, so, yeah, thank you for listening. Um, check out the rest of Lucky Dog Podcast. Rate, share, subscribe. LuckyDogPodcast at gmail.com for comments, questions, and concerns. Thank you for listening, and take it easy. Mount Everest ain't got shit on me. 